It's the Favorites Podcast presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. I love betting with FanDuel because their app is safe, secure, and easy to use, and because they're offering exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when I win with FanDuel, I get paid fast. Plus, FanDuel is now live in Ohio. So use promo code favorites and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Must be 21 or older and in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia, and Ohio. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. We are in the opening week previewing Super Bowl 57 between the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs underdogs to the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles, the favorite team, the passion (laughs) point of this man's life. My co-host, my companion, my compadre, my BFF, professional better, Simon Hunter, live from his native country, <laughs> England. Hello, Simon. How are things in Manchester? Hello, Chad. It's good. It's good living here. Are you listening to Oasis? Are you listening to The Smiths? Are you listening <laughs> to... Who are you listening to right now? No music I could really mention. I feel like it's all all my cousins listen to is that TikTok music. But I have not stopped drinking since the minute I've landed and eating chocolate. I've definitely put on about 10 pounds of just chocolate. So it's been it's been a rough 24 hours, but it's it's a celebration to watch the Eagles win in the airport. So I've literally just been drinking for, I don't know, going on 40 hours. It's just been a fun, fun time right now in England. Tell me for well, we're going to get to all the betting stuff in a second. We had an amazing week. Yeah. A couple of things I want to remind people of. Number one, you must go subscribe to the favorites feed specifically. There are bonuses when you subscribe to the favorites feed specifically. You get the podcast earlier. That means you're getting our information earlier. Information matters. Timeliness matters. Go subscribe to the favorites feed. It's the best way to listen to the favorites podcast. I know a lot of folks listen to it directly from the volume feed, which is great. Subscribe directly to the favorites feed. Two, I want to get to the betting stuff. We had a great week for the famous yeah. podcast, uh, three and one in our four selections. Before we do that, give me your experiences as a fan through that game. The Eagles pretty much had it locked from the sixth play when Brock Purdy <laughs> blew out his elbow. Give yeah. me your thoughts. Give me your take. Give me your feelings. You know, I was trying to make sure I wasn't just making the bet because I'm an Eagles fan. That's always a struggle where it's like, Am I really overlooking this? Because it's so many pros were in my ear about that 49ers team. So flew out of JFK. So the drive up, 
I'm killing myself because I literally hadn't slept all night because I was just so nervous about how much money I had on the Eagles. I kept having to remind myself what I kept saying on this show, no rookie has ever won that game. And I kept saying to myself, I'm getting what I think is by far the best team at under, under a field goal to win this game. So that was arguably the longest drive up of my life to an airport just because of that. I'm just killing myself the whole way, texting my runners, making sure everything, all my bets are all lined up because I had just a lot of money bet out on the Chiefs and the Eagles. I knew I was leaving. As soon as I got to the airport, I was literally going to turn off everything. Like, I didn't want to hear from people. I don't want to even know what's going on because I planned for I honestly planned on not watching. I like, kept saying to myself, I'm just not going to watch. Like, I'll, I'll find out once I land. And once I got to the airport, I just saw the flash of the, the Eagles green on the screen. I said, shit, I got to sit down at this bar. So uh sat next to a guy who was boozing and he had on 49ers gear because I wanted to sit someone next to someone I could talk shit to. That's the true Philly fan. <laughs> and exactly what you said where not that I knew right away, but that fourth down play with uh, Devontae Smith, the fact they didn't challenge it and we got seven on it, I'm, just as a gambler, I just know the math behind it, how important that is because we just got a free seven right there. And in those kind of games and those how talented these teams are, it kind of felt like, okay, now I can kind of relax. So booze celebrated, obviously. Like not to bash the 49ers too hard, but I get their complaint of if, if we had just had our quarterback, that would have been a different game. It's like the simplest argument being, well, if we just had a punter, you guys never would have even been in the game from the get-go. Like our punter kept them in the game for that first half. So to me, everything we said hung true of the Eagles front line. I literally said this, all the same exact stuff I'm about to say now in August. They had one of the best front lines in football on defensive line and the offensive line. In the game, what did you see? You saw a D-line kill that offensive line of the 49ers team. It's not a fluke. They had four quarterbacks get hurt this year. Okay, we want to talk about how great they are as a team. They had weaknesses, and that weakness was that offensive line. I know they have all pro at tackle, but the rest of the line is not that good. It's the Shanahan system that makes it so good. So that was um, as good as it can get if you're a fan of a team. So basically just been boozing since then, got on the airplane. Uh, had the tailwinds because we had some big storm ripping through the Northeast. So I got here actually in five and a half hours. Quickest flight I've ever had to England. Once again, can't miss right now. You're just like, everything's sitting right. Went through baggage claim, first bag, can't miss. Like it was, one, it seriously is one of those. My cousin was already waiting for me, had food for me, picked me up, was kind enough to take me to where I was staying. Like, because I basically told you, I'd, I have a meeting with clients that whole day. So she came, hung out this really nice swanky hotel with me and like, we got breakfast and I met with clients and we all celebrate. Obviously it was such a good weekend. Like we're about to talk about really good time. And then I met with this one pro who's from here. He's really sharp and it's just, they're just different. You know how different Brits are. So it's just been, the conversations have been hilarious. I mean, it's never any taking the piss out of me. It's never ending jokes, drinks. I mean, I literally have not stopped drinking. It's been 40 hours of drinking. So um, it's been a real good time, but I told Chad, I wanted to get out of there. I could feel myself not making this show. I really could. I was just like, if I stay here, I'm not going to make it. And I wanted to make it just because this is a celebration. Like I, we had a, such a good year to end it this way. Um, not that we expect to just nail the Super Bowl, but I just had the confidence right now where it's like, I feel like we're seeing things pretty good. And a little fun fact, you can go back and listen. When I joined Chad, my claim to fame is I've never gotten the spread wrong on the Super Bowl. So far, we are 3-0. and This would be 4-0 in my career. That'd make me 10-0 against the spread for the Super Bowl. So I'm feeling pretty high right now, Chad. I'm ready to pick the Super Bowl pick, but it could change when I get home. But I literally ran the numbers. I think I told everyone a week ago what side I was going to be on no matter what. 
I was going to be on the NFC side, spoiler alert. So I think people knew, but I'll, I'll break it down and tell people what I'm seeing and why I like it. But luckily I'm away. The amount of text calls, not not just about my Eagles team, but about people trying to get money down. I think I took eight, eight ten thousand $10,000 bets on the Eagles within the first hour of that spread coming out. This guy's pounded the money line and took the plus number. So I didn't get any down, sadly. I was kind of like in my own little world. I'd been boozing, I'd been celebrating, kind of just sent it along to other people. And then when I came to, I go, why did I just take that plus number of the Eagles? So that was the one negative of being delirious from flying. You know what I mean? One of us did take the plus number with the Eagles. I want to get into this game. <laughs> Remind people last week, the exact decision last week, I'm looking in the Action Network app where it's all listed, the favorites podcast, follow it. Uh, under 47 and a half for the Bengals and the Chiefs. That's what I was on for exact decision. That cashed. Kansas City minus one was the Simon Says. That was bouncing around. And in the end, you were spot on. Big balls was Eagles minus two and a half. That one had been making us nervous because of all the wise guys whispering in your ear. The foxhole was the over 46 and a half. And the truth is when they scored that first touchdown, I thought we're in a good, we're in good shape here. <laughs> and obviously that game changed dramatically. So that's the one yeah. that we lost. I think we can all agree. If the, if, if the 49ers had a quarterback, that was probably going to hit. Like the Eagles wouldn't take in the foot off the gas. And the 49ers, surprisingly, they were moving the ball. Like they yeah. had opportunities. Other than the Eagles D-line just dominating that game, the secondary had a couple holes there. So that was a really boring, horrible experience if you had the 49ers. And if you had the Eagles, those are the kind of bets you dream about. I mean, every little thing kept bouncing their way, and they were up 21-7 at half and still was a little nervous, right? I think everyone was because you're just like, I don't know, the 49ers are a touchdown away. But in the end, it's like, okay, that was just one team had peaked. We always talked about the 49ers had peaked at, uh, eventually. You only can have a backup quarterback take you so far. And – um it feels good knowing that that read was correct because not going to lie, it was just never ending every day. I was getting big money bets coming in, guys back in this four-hour steam. I just did not get it. I just kept saying to my, you do understand a rookie has never done this. So that felt good. And uh, <laughs> the next game, I definitely felt lucky. I I'll be the first to admit I felt very, very lucky being on the Chiefs side in the sense that the refs, people bitched about the refs were definitely – Definitely helping out the Chiefs in that game. Like, as someone that backs it and we watch so much football, me and Chad, we'll be the first to pitch with you. We complain about the refs all the time. They dictate too much games. You can complain and say that the Chiefs, that game got dictated by the refs, but they still made the plays. So, to me, yes, the refs helped them out in certain situations, but I felt like that game, going into it, we talked all the time, the value was on the Chiefs. If that number was three – the Bengals would have been the play. And that's what we kept talking about all week. It just felt like that was the smart number at three. Shocked to no one, though. It landed on three. So Burroughs beat him now. What was it? Burrow beat him two times by three, and then he lost him by three yeah. uh, three times. So, yeah, it's yeah. just we clearly know what these two teams are. They're literally, when they play each other for the rest of the time, if me and Chad are getting under a three or over a three, that will probably dictate who we take in those sides. Yeah. So it just felt like that was the right number inside. That game was insane. Obviously, we can talk about it for a minute, but um, yeah. Uh, look, the game opened at Cincinnati plus three. Uh, I don't remember if you got it. I got it exactly three the second it opened. I had two and, and a half, then, and then it moved to two and a half Kansas City. I took it again at Kansas City plus two and a half, and then we were just sort of trying to find the angle, and Kansas City minus one 
felt like the angle when we finally knew what was happening with Patrick Mahomes. It was a wild roller coaster of a line in both total yeah. and and side. Um, it was one of those games where the problem was when it comes to the refs, the problem was it felt so much like New York was dictating everything because yeah. it felt like so many calls were we're going to, okay, let's go to New York and get the answer. Exactly. And when that happens, even though I'm not a big believer in, you know, that everything is planned and dictated in the NFL. <laughs> it's but, not. Uh, but, That's just um, a joke. People, like when I say that, people, I am. No, no, I know, I, you're, mean, I know you're kidding. Yeah, I, but yeah. like people believe it. And like the Eagles was the worst, the worst possible outcome from the sports books was the Eagles. Chad talked about ad nauseum. They were, all the money was on the Eagles and yeah, they got everything. killed. Right. Got killed. So, as much as we want to say, oh, Vegas has this rig, we just but it's, it's never not Vegas it feels that way. It's not Vegas; it's the league, and yeah. there's there's always going to be people who believe the league is controlling what's happening on the field with the refs. This was a game where you could argue argue that you could you could make evidence out of coincidence because so many things were happening where they were calling the league for answers, and it seemed like the league was giving the answer it needed to keep one team or the other in the game, <laughs> likely Kansas City, and put them in a position to win. Yeah. Um, but look, it's happened. Uh, the Super Bowl line opened, I think, Philadelphia. The I saw plus one and a half, and I saw the total at 49 and a half. Um, I bet it Philadelphia plus one and a half. Within minutes, it moved to Kansas City plus one and a half. I bet Kansas City plus one and a half. Then it was Kansas City plus two and a half. I bet that. Total touched 50 for a second. I bet the under 49 and a half. I'm saying uh, what I bet, just I want to get your response to all this. Now yeah. it's sort of settled in. Uh, Philly minus two. Um, total 49 and a half. I'm looking at it right now in the Action Network app. Hold on. I'm, I, I was looking at it. Hold on. Let me just look at it right now. Um, get me out of this page here. So yeah, 49 and a half um, consensus. Well, down to one and a half now, Philadelphia. Yeah. So getting interesting. The money came all the way in on Philly. Now it's starting to claw back on Kansas City. Well, the public is, will the, all the public money will be the Chiefs in my opinion. I know the North, like the Eagles area, Philadelphia, tri-state area. Of course, that's going to be Eagles money, but I think the rest of the state, They'll just be on the Chiefs. It's just there's a bunch of arguments about it, but I feel like the the simplest, simple man's argument will be who have the Eagles played, and then they'll list all the quarterbacks the Eagles have faced. And my my always my counter to these people always be well, in your opinion, that there's probably five good quarterbacks in the whole league. Like that's just how it is. So yeah, the Eagles haven't faced a Mahomes. They haven't faced Burrow. They haven't faced Josh Allen. That they haven't faced Herbert. Like you can't argue against that. They they haven't. But at the same time, every week when people doubt them in these playoffs, what have they done? They've blown these teams the fuck out. Like 38 to 7, say what you want. It's like this team is so good. And I just think, once again, it's just going to be the pros on the Eagles and they'll back this team just like they did with the Giants. And the public will be all over the opposite team. That's going to be a dog, which will be the Chiefs. So coming into it, I knew it was going to be the Eagles. And it's a simple thing we talked about in August. I bet. It's no secret. I've given you guys the exact thing I look for. I look for a good O-line and a good defense. Coming into the year, I had the Eagles graded as a top three defensive line. I had them as my number one offensive line. 
the number two offensive line was the Chiefs. They're my second hide. So to me, it's it's the dream year for me, honestly. Like the Chiefs and the Eagles, I bet them both to be one seed, had big bets on them for the Super Bowl. I didn't hedge the Eagles because I just never lost confidence in them beating the 49ers, where I did for my group, but personal wise, I didn't do anything. I just let that ride. The Chiefs, I hedged huge on the on Joe Burrow and that Bengals team. Because I really did think this 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 might be a problem. Like I I was worried about the Mahomes thing. Now, if I that video of him hopping down those steps at that press conference been coming out on Monday or Tuesday, I probably wouldn't have bet as much on the Bengals team. So basically I took my eleven to one tickets I had on the Chiefs from the summer, and now that's down to six point five to one. So I be I ate that. I mean, I'll own that where it's like I just I should have hung in on my my feeling on that Chiefs team, but I had so much money, and it's not just my money; it's like my whole groups. I I just had to make a decision there where um, the Eagles, if they win it, Chad, I'm going to be really well well off. Like they were like 35 to one for most of the summer, so um, it's a dream year. It really is where the the it's it's really simple and basic. But I'm telling you guys, it it holds true that if you have if the strengths of these teams are on the offensive line and then you have a guy like Mahomes where it really didn't matter, you lost to Tyreek Hill. It really didn't because his skill level is so high. You can take advantage of those situations. So it's just something we'll look for in the future. Like we just got really lucky this year. The public had overreacted to Denver. They overreacted to the Chargers. And we just got a crazy value number on that Kansas City team. And on the flip side, the Eagles, we said it at nauseum. They, we said they had the easiest schedule all year. So it uh, feels good coming to this point, knowing that I'm going to bet it. Obviously, I'm about to give a pick here, but I just am very comfortable right now. Like that was especially meeting with clients. Everyone's just feeling good where it's like it never works this way. It's never this easy that both teams you like and you were high on that were both one seeds make it to this point. So um, I don't know how you're feeling about this matchup, Chad. I'm like, after I say what I'm going to do, I'm interested to hear your position, but it's scary, but I'm going to go against Mahomes. I look at this matchup, and the biggest thing to look for here is go through that Chiefs defense against run-dominant teams. Look at how they fared against teams that can run the ball. That's their Achilles heel. And the biggest thing they have is Mahomes. So to me, the Eagles could run for 200, and they can throw Mahomes off balance. That's the only way they beat them, because he's a killer. He's a certified killer. If you give him same thing. If they're tied going to that fourth quarter, it's dead. That, it feels like that Eagles bet's dead because I just can't see Mahomes losing another Super Bowl here. Like that Tampa one, he's talked about it a lot. That's really stuck with him. But we have the exact thing we need here, Chad. We have our front four that has killed two weeks in a row. They've killed quarterbacks. And now they're getting against a gimpy Mahomes and an offensive line that does give up hits. And we saw in that game they needed a lot of holding to hold off a Bengals defensive front that's not as good as an Eagles defensive front. I promise you that. So – early, early, early thoughts right now is I've made a decent amount of bets on this Eagles team. I've taken them, the, like Chad just said, dropped the one and a half. I've just been, even today, even though I've been boozing, I'm clear-headed enough that I've been making the texts and making the calls just to get a nice starter amount on this Eagles team because that's the position I want to be on right now. If it if it moves like it was going to, the Chiefs to three, that's my breaking point. Right now I have this game at minus three and I have a total of 51 and a half. So I'm an over better in this one and I like the Eagles side that could change as the week goes along here. Cause I honestly have questions about hurts. His throwing didn't look that great in that game. I think we all can agree on that. He was overthrowing guys. He was throwing high on people. They eventually just told him just to run it. And 
again, against this Chiefs team. That's a huge, huge advantage. They don't like running quarterbacks. They've struggled against running quarterbacks historically. So um, I'm waiting to get more info on that because every pro in the world, that's what they've texted and talked to me about. They're like, what What do you think is going on with Hurts? And I really don't know. I do think the shoulder hasn't healed like we all planned it would. So it's hard to know because in the Giants game, he was making those throws. And then against the 49ers, he just wasn't. He made big throws. Like, they, he kept them in that game early on when it looked like it could go the other way. So, um, obviously, I want more info. But, yeah, for people in my early, early bets here, I mean, we're going to be talking about it for the next two weeks. But the Eagles have so many advantages matchup-wise where the biggest advantage for this Chiefs team is they're going to be able to throw the ball. I know the Eagles are ranked on one pass defense, but they will struggle against the Andy Reid offense. I've, just, I've seen the way their Eagles run their scheme defensively. Andy's going to be able to match up against it really well, this team. So, to me, it's going to be a high-scoring back-and-forth game. But I think the Eagles have the edge because of that running attack. They just – they'll be able to dominate against this Kansas City's run defense. I have no doubt. We are going to be talking about it for the next two weeks. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Download FanDuel now and use promo code FAVORITE so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown for Super Bowl 57. My favorite bet is Kansas City plus two and a half because why would you bet against the greatest quarterback in NFL history all on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use? Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code FAVORITES to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or over and present in select states. First online, real money wager only, $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Reminder, we have a show on Thursday, just looking at overall Super Bowl trends with Matt Friedman from Fantasy Pros, former Action Networker, and our director of research, Evan Abrams. You don't want to miss Tuesday's show. That is when Chris Raybon and Sean Kerner, who, no joke, are the two best player projectionists in the country, as graded by an independent organization, Fantasy Pros. They look at everybody, Raybon and Kerner, top five this year, Nobody better than they are. Uh, and if you didn't, if you didn't notice, last week we went six and zero and convinced me with those guys. So that's right, six and zero. We uh we we win a lot together. We win a lot together. 
And then Thursday, uh, February 9th, we have a Super Bowl best bets with Brandon Anderson, who's been crushing it with our best bets pod and uh, our Monday Action Network podcast. So um, I'm sort of all over the map right now. No, it's really tough. It's tough. Like only because I bet the Eagles as dogs. I bet the Chiefs as dogs. Well, I'll tell you this right now. That bet's dead. There ain't no middles here. The Super Bowl, there ain't no middles, brother. It's just, we already talked about it. I think it's happened one time that a number in the whole history has landed under two. So one game that's ever landed on that number. So I would like a uh, 24-23 game. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who wins. Give me a uh, under 49-and-a-half, 24-23 game. Um, it's dead. It's dead. Don't do what he uh, don't do what he's doing, people. Don't yeah. try to middle this. There ain't so, no middle here. But so what I'm trying to figure out right now, to be honest, and I and I, I I'm kind of playing the number here, is I'm basically like, you know, I bet a little bit more on the Eagles at plus one and a half than I did on the Chiefs at plus two and a half. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to take a stand, uh, and yeah. I want to take a stand on the Eagles even though I'm afraid of Mahomes, but I'm also waiting for the number to come down because I don't think, I think two is the limit and I think it's going to be closer to pick as we get closer to the game. That's fair. I just have, I have such a good pulse on both these teams. I've just been all over them all season. And that's why this feels like a dream scenario because I know exactly the strength and weakness of both teams. And it's just, this pick, it's scary once again because it feels like last week for the 49ers, it feels like an obvious, easy pick. If the 49ers had won, I would have been all over them because they would have ran for 200 yards against this Chiefs defense. And it's the same thing with this Eagles team. It's Both these teams are built so perfectly against this Chiefs team, but it's ugly. It's boring. It's not sexy. So everyone that's a public Joe, they're going to take the generational best quarterback with the Chiefs. It's just what they're going to do. It's just a fun – what do you throw for? Over 300 against yeah. uh, the Bengals? On one freaking <laughs> leg. Yeah, I don't even think – Hurts broke 100 yards. He might have, but it felt that way in that game where it's like they just – this team is so good they don't even need to throw it, but it's there. Like A.J. and Devontae Smith were both open a lot. Guess who has a really young, inexperienced secondary? The Chiefs. So there's just so many little matchups. I love it for the Eagles, but the, the most exciting part for me is that the, the Chiefs easily, easily could blow out this Eagles team. You saw Hurts. He – those lights were a little bright there. Like early on, you could just tell. Like again, if we didn't get overthrown, that call, he had a, he had AJ Brown wide open. That could yep. have like over. Yeah, he was not he was not playing well. By the way, and fifteen to twenty five for one hundred and twenty one yards was was Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yes. So say I'm praying it's jitters, Chad. Like I honestly want it to be jitters, not the injury, because they can cure that. Like that 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 feeling he had, I feel like he worked through it through the as the game went along there. Man, you can't be having that against this Chiefs team. Like Mahomes, we, we're going to talk about it. He's the he's the best quarterback of this generation. He's just that guy. I mean, five straight conference championship games was mental. The fact that he was able to do it and make it back um, to the Super Bowl after just a lot of questions. I mean, with the, like people don't remember, but the tire kill thing was real. People were really questioning this team and this offense, how different they were going to be and how he was going to struggle. They're like, you know what? Maybe he was just as good as he was because of Tyreek Hill. No, both of them are the best of the best. Like, it didn't matter. Tyreek Hill went, had his career year in Miami. Mahomes had his career year this year with uh, 
you know, MVP. I think he's, I think it's everything you've read from these writers. It seems like he is the MVP. So oh, um, he's winning the MVP. There's no doubt. about yeah. it. So that's another bonus to be an Eagles backer people. Again, I don't want to step on Evan. I'm going to try not to do the trends today. Wait until our guy Evan tells us about the MVP history of the league and how many Super Bowls they've won. So I'm telling you, I'm feeling good, Chad, about the Eagles, but I'm trying to say calm because we have a lot of time here and I've been drinking for 40 hours. But the vibes are as high as they can be right now. This team, it's incredible how good of a team Howie's built, and yet people will still doubt. Like that after that 49ers game, you heard all the doubt. They said, even Kittle said, yeah, it was a bummer. We didn't have a quarterback out there. It's like, brother, whoever you put back there was going to get killed. Like that, the Eagles were teeing off. Reddick had two strip sacks in their first quarter. What do you think was going to happen the rest of the game? They clearly saw something on film and were abusing it, attacking it. So uh, there's a reason the Eagles team has the most sacks in the history of the NFL now, I believe, uh, through a season just because we had the extra game and they've just been dominant these playoffs. I mean, Daniel Jones got abused in his first game in the Giants against us, and we just saw they injured two quarterbacks. So love Mahomes, love this Chiefs team. The biggest edge right now, in my opinion, is the Eagles offensive line, the Eagles defensive line. They both – are better matchup wise than the Chiefs have. So it's going to be a fun week. Lane Johnson has been amazing. Like watching him defend against Nick Bosa in that game, they they had so many highlights where he would just stand the guy up. He was moving his feet. Nick Bosa could not get around (laughs) him. Yeah. When, When two of your five starters on the offensive line are bona fide Hall of Famers, um, and when you've got all pro caliber players at every level of the defense, it's so interesting because the Eagles become clearly the right side. I'm only worried about Patrick Mahomes. Like I, I just, how do you bet against Patrick Mahomes in this game? But isn't it very telling when the books make him a dog? They didn't want to. They made him a favorite. They let the pros dictate how that number was going to swing, and they moved it quick. Like, literally, when I'm getting these texts, relaying them to people, it was just hilarious. I'd send it to them. The number had already moved from whatever it was, plus 150. Now it was just 100 even. And I was like, you guys are too slow. Like, these numbers are moving. People are pouring money in. So the books are smart. They limited it. Like, they didn't even get that much money, let that much money get down on the Eagles as a dog. But – I don't think it'll be like last week. I can't see this number flipping three points again. I think the movements happened. The worst, the lowest they'll get maybe is they'll pick. Um, or, you know, never knows. It could go back to where it opened at, minus one Chiefs or whatever it was. Um, I just I just can't see it happen. This feels like the pros are going to keep the Eagles as the favorite. Because once once they move again to the dog, that's where the value is going to be for most of them. So Yeah, I think, this, um, I, think it, I think it gets back to pick. I do. Like the fact that it's already look, it's Tuesday. Yeah. And the line's been up for not even 48 hours. And uh it's gone from Eagles plus one and a half to Eagles minus two, <laughs> now back down to Eagles minus oh, one and no. a half. Like That's all crazy. of the public money is gonna come in on the Chiefs. It's getting back to pick. I'm gonna wait. I want it to I want to take a stand. It's the Super Bowl. You want to take a stand. Part of me also wants to wait and see what Raybon and Kroner say about the props. The prop market opened much sooner than than yeah. historically it has, um, because maybe the value is in playing these props instead of playing the side. You don't have to play a side in the Super Bowl. You play where the best value is. 
Yeah, I mean, unless you're talking to a guy who's nine and zero in the Super Bowl against the spread, and I've last three years I got podcasts people can go listen to. Me and Chad nailed the spread every year, so I just I'm feeling good, Chad. This one feels easy. It feels easy, like the NFC, no matter what, was going to be the side for me because even the Bengals is all the hype they're getting. They have major issues that both the Eagles and the 49ers are going to be able to exploit. I just thought that was going to be the big advantage. So feeling good, brother. I really am. I just feel like they're just people are just so down in the NFC where that to me was the better conference all year. They have the better teams, not the better quarterbacks. So that's what public cares about. They just care about the quarterback position. So uh, before we get out of here, uh, reminder, trends with Friedman, Matt Friedman and Evan Abrams, Thursday, yeah. February 2nd. Props next Tuesday, a week from today with Raybon and Kerner. Best bets with Brandon Anderson. I think we'll give our exec decision, Simon Says, Foxhole Big Balls on Thursday, February 9th, when we have more intel on the game, markets are settling in, we've had more time to to analyze. I mean, clearly you're going to be on the Eagles and that's going to be something. Um, but uh, Which uh, last year, I think we... Um which I might do this year. We went 4-0 and on sides and totals. We did uh, Rams first half, Bengals full game, uh, under first half and under full game last year, I believe. So we'll, maybe we'll do something like that again. I'll try to do a first half and give a total first half because um, people seem to enjoy that. Hey, by the way, we also nailed Chiefs first half and Bengals second half. Yeah, that was nice. Action Island this past week. We were all over this game. Nailed it. Um, uh, so that's what that's when we'll give out sort of our best bets is Thursday, February 9th. Unless we're starting to feel like lines are moving in a way that we need to give you the information immediately, which is why you subscribe <laughs> to the favorites feed. Subscribe to the favorites feed. Get it all faster. Um, before, I, before we get out of here, before you get back to your party in ways and Manchester, <laughs> and you go to your all-star concert with the Stone Roses. Um, uh, where do you have this game power rated at right now? Uh, what do you mean? Like, what do, I, what do I make the number? Yeah. That's why I said I make a minus three. Eagles, oh, that's right. You said that. And okay. I, make, I make the total 51 and a half. That's so. right. You said that. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell everyone else right now, every other one else I work with at the action, they they got it power rated towards the uh, Chiefs right now, and they got it power rated towards the under. So once again, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat, tinker in and see if I'm way off and update everything. Um, but it just seems like the pros they like they like the Chiefs, they like the under, and um, it's it's feeling a little interesting going into it. Where it's just I I just once again I think these people are underestimating this Eagles team. So it's gonna be fun having all these other people on the show to hear what their opinions are because I could sway. Like it's one of those things where. Um, if I hear enough right data and it matches what what I think the Chiefs could do, I could move to that side. But right now, I, I do think the Eagles should be minus three. They're just the better team collectively. But obviously, Mahomes is the X factor. He's going to be the best player on the field. So can't, can't ask for a better matchup. Both guys were in the finals for MVP voting. Hurts would have been right there with him if he didn't get hurt and miss those games. So you could say it's a pretty boring year, right? Both one seeds make it. But I think everyone would agree both these teams are – the best team for both conference. You can't really ask for much more than that. It's going to be an amazing game. We're super excited yeah. about it. Simon, I want you to have a grand old time uh, <laughs> being being in England. Cheerio, mate. 
for the favorites podcast i am chad millman he is simon hunter producer matt mitchell we're back for the next two weeks got a great lineup of shows before the super bowl uh listen to us on spotify on apple podcasts rate review subscribe subscribe to the favorites feed i'm telling you people begging you subscribe to the favorites feed until next time love you action network reminds you please gamble responsibly if you or someone you care about has a gambling problem help is available 24 7 at 1-800-GAMBLER